What up, what up? What up? It's your boy Dubs in the building. Uh welcome to the 13th episode of the analyst. I got a special guest on today. You know, uh Williamsburg's finest. Uh the Northern VA GOAT, you know. Mr. Live of the Party, you know what I'm saying? But he knows his stuff when it comes to football and basketball, college sports. Got that man, Chris Carter, in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Carter. What's up, Chris? What's good, fam? How are you? Good, man. Good. You know, just chilling out here, you know, on this rainy day out in Virginia. Same thing up here, bro. Same thing up here. Yeah, it's ugly outside and shit. I'm like, damn. Yes, I ain't gonna be doing much outside playing man or looking at college football, which is cool. Which is cool, you know. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Well, we got some big games going on today in, in that college sports. We got some big, uh, big games that's gonna probably determine how each conference is going to be down the road, even the playoffs. Um, we got Florida State versus Clemson at twelve o'clock. We got Ole Miss in Alabama. Will the original starting quarterback, will he finally have a good game and not turn the ball over? We got the big conference matchup of Colorado and Oregon. Will the game be a little bit closer? Because right now they 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 got Oregon to beat them by 21. Um, you got UCLA and Utah. You got LSU in Arkansas. Oregon State and Washington. Number six, Ohio State goes on the road to South Bend to play Notre Dame. You got Texas and Baylor. So, what are your uh, thoughts on that uh, Florida State Clemson game? Um, you know, like, ain't no like in the past, like that day. I said that game. It was either Clemson or Florida State in the in the SEC championship game. This year is no conferences at all. So now this game literally turns like into a big game, but literally turned into a massive, 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 massive game. Because this was a game where game day was supposed to be at today. If you want to believe it or not, this was the game that game day was supposed to be there today. But they didn't. And know the game, but in a way, shape, or form, it's a must win game for Florida State, and then it is for Clemson. Here's why you already got, I said, you already got a top a top five win on Labor Day against LSU. You survived, 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 boss top. Mm-hmm. Now, it's now, and you got to travel from Boston College to go down to a place where y'all have not had any type of success in living years. So this is a game that you, if you want to put yourself and you want to show the world that you are a contender for the college football playoff, this is the game that you have to, have to, have to 1,000% have to have. Mm. No it's as no it's as a bust about it. This is the game you you have to have tonight. I say yesterday. If you don't, 
Dead school religion is all like that. And Florida State cannot be who? In Clemson again. Yeah, I can't agree on that. Florida State, they need this one. This is a big game on the road playing Clemson. Clemson has been like basically the the face of that conference for, for a good minute. They won some titles. Uh, they won the ACC and, uh, and other teams have always tried to catch up to them. Um, I still feel like maybe Florida State would be okay in this game. Uh, it'll probably be a tight, tight game. Uh, I don't see Jordan Travis struggling too much, but I, I feel like that crowd in Clemson is going to really get behind that offense, get behind that team, and they're going to try to spark them to pull this upset off. Uh, it gets rowdy up in there. Um, but Jordan Travis should have a pretty good game. Right now in the season, he's thrown for 739 yards, eight TDs, one pick. While Kay Klubnick has thrown for 693 yards, eight TDs, two INTs. Um, could be a pretty, pretty, uh, intense game. Uh, defense is going to be very important because technically on the stat sheet, uh, Florida State does give up way more than what Clemson gives up on defense. Like the uh, Clemson only gives up two hundred forty-six point seven yards a game, while Florida State gives up three hundred ninety-one yards a game. So, if, if Florida State wants to be a true contender, wants to be a real threat, that defense is going to have to wake up. Cause if they don't, it's it's going to be a long day for them. Clemson gonna be out there on the field, hype, pulling off that upset. But um, let's get into this one game that's at three thirty today. How you feel about the Miami and Temple game as they play in Lincoln Financial Field? Uh, well, if people don't know, and me and Ed are down for my hurricane games. So just wanted to throw out there into the, the listeners. Uh, Miami should win, but just like I said, just like you said earlier, Philly is a tough place to play at. No matter what sport it is, Philly is a tough place to play at for sure. Now, do we got the better team? Absolutely, yes. Do we do we look like the better team? No, nah, not really. Mm-hmm. Just keep it the real, bro. I actually feel like they got it. They also got to show the conference that hey, it's not just it's just not Florida State and it's not Clemson. Miami can play with the big boys too. So this was a this would be a real true true out of conference test for them to see like can we is that was that Texas A&M game was a fluke or that Texas A&M game was real? Mm. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because because uh, because we both was watching the game. There's a chance where Miami was giving the game to Texas A&M like at least several times, several times last weekend, mm. several times last weekend. 
So you cannot do that on the road in a non-conference game. Like, stick what you know and just, and just keep pushing. That's a fact. I like that. That's a fact. You are spitting some real on that one. No slip-ups. No slip-ups. That's all I can say for Miami. Don't, don't mess this up and stuff. Uh, just because you're playing in uh, a stadium that's very notorious for being hostile and the crowd just does not like the home hosts, the away team coming in and just booing them. But uh, this Temple team is 2-1. Uh, EJ Warner on the season is thrown for 760 yards, four TDs, and two INTs. But that man Tyler Van Dyke, he's trying to make he's trying to make a claim. He's trying to get himself drafted uh, next year. He's playing pretty good. 822 yards on the season, eight TDs and one pick. Um, it's gonna be a tough one, tough one in that stadium. But they got Miami favored to win. By uh, twenty three, right now they got them winning in the polls ninety five percent to five. But Miami can't take it so easy. Don't think like ah, oh, this is a walk in the park. We can get them. All right, nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> Temple, Temple will come out there and pull off the upset. Uh-huh. We we need all the wins we can get. Like you said, we can we can play with them. We pulled in some good recruits. It just can we finally do it? Get Mario Cristobal finally pull that team together, defense, offense, special teams, and be like, hey, got a good thing going. Just say, let's try to be in contention to at least win the ACC. Come on now. Uh, what do you think about this uh, Oregon and Colorado game. This is a massive, massive game without Travis Hunter playing. What's your thoughts on this? I ain't going to say, but this is Dion's biggest game so far. So far as a Colorado, a Colorado head coach, this is this is his biggest game so far. Okay. Mm. Now we understand that it was personal versus two two traditional Colorado head rivals. Mm. But this is your first conference game on the road in another hostile environment. Now, if it was a night game, oh yeah, they would get run out of the building. Mm. But since it's a day game, I give them a chance. But the only way that they literally could have a chance to win is literally just simple, simple mathematics. Mm-hmm. West line is going to come out. Because we already know both, both offenses is literally going to be out of their minds. Mm-hmm. The question is, can Colorado's defense can somewhat slow down Oregon's offense? Mm. And then on the flip side, can can 
Oregon's defense slow down Colorado's top offense. Mm. Whichever defense plays will hold the others high power offense down the most will have a damn chance for win. Now, do I do I have any type of gut in my soul that I would have picked I would have been Colorado? No. I love Prime, but bro, this is a different type of beast. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, it's uh ah watching this team so close. Uh Colorado. It's like they could do a lot of things good offensively when they're in rhythm. They run a lot of no huddle and things. And Shador, he be picking up the plays very fast. They do a lot of things good. But there's some holes in that in that team that's been Getting shown real, real uh, clear. Uh, I think I was talking to uh, someone, and I was telling them the crossing patterns in the middle burning them. Like Colorado State was, I ain't going to lie to you last week. It looked like Colorado State was in their stadium last week. The way they was just. They were just attacking off the bat on Colorado. Like, Colorado could not stop nothing. They got lucky late in that fourth quarter that um, they happened to find a way to tie the game and, and go into overtime and win it. Even though it took two OTs, it, they got very lucky escaping that game because I ain't know Colorado State was that nice. Uh, they had two receivers that went. And had ten receptions over a hundred yards. And and listen, and both of them receivers will be will you will be seeing them playing on Sundays. No questions asked. That's no all. question. And their no tight end for Colorado State is very good too. Yeah, he's big. He's big. Oh, we got good hands, good feet. It's just question is like oh, like everybody. Can you bump up that offensive line and that what defensive line? Mm-hmm. Because uh, that offensive line was getting exposed when McNamara from Colorado State was getting in, getting in sacks, and and you gotta think this Oregon defense—they're only giving up two hundred eighty-five yards altogether, only one hundred fifty-eight yards passing, one hundred twenty-seven yards rushing, and you gotta think. Colorado averages 418 yards a pass. They don't really run the ball. Their O-line cannot create blocks where they can run. So that's why you've seen a lot last week. Shador had to run um, and get those first downs, especially late in that fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to need Colorado to mix it up today. I I, I don't need to see Shador throw like 50-something passes, 60. I just need them to kind of slow this game down. It's don't need to be a game but like who the first to get fifty. Um, nah, keep this within that thirties mark. Play some defense. You know, slow down Bo Nix. Right now he's hot. That man's that man is in fuego now, right now. On, now hold on, bro. You know what? 
know Isaiah. You know his days in the SEC. You yeah. got good bow and you got bad bow. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, he ain't gotta deal with that, you know. <laughs> you know, it's a different conference. If he was still in the SEC playing with Auburn, I'd be like, Yeah, I don't know. That bow, uh he was struggling a lot. But it seemed like this bow and this Oregon offense and how they running things, because they got a balance. 357 yards passing, 229 yards rushing the game. Good God. It's 587 on the season. They're averaging. How, are they, how is anyone going to stop that? That's the major question. How is Colorado going to stop that? Because if you stop the pass, all right, you know they can run the ball. I... I I don't I just I just I don't know. Like uh this is a big conference game. Neither one has played the one in the conference yet. Like how how does anyone really be like, all right, I, I'm gonna try to take this away, but then again I gotta still worry about this too. Cause right now their best running back on Oregon is Bucky Irvin. He has twenty seven carries, twenty sixteen yards, and then you got Jordan James, got twenty one carries, hundred and fifty five yards. Noah Winnington got 12 carries, 101 yards. Ah, it's going to be tough. And then they got receivers. Yeah, bro. They got four receivers that already got over 11 receptions on the season. Um, ah, it's going to be – it is going to be a tough, tough one. I'm going to need Colorado to really, really hone in and, and – Kind of almost steal this game. Um, would I be upset if they lost? Uh, not really. Not really. Not really. Yeah, they. They. I feel like they still. This is like a first year team. Um, they're hot right now. They're that team that everyone wants to root for, and things. Right now, I'm trying to buy like this Colorado light little pendant that you put on the wall. Because usually I don't root for other teams, but I rocks with Dion and his team. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna need a lot. I'm gonna need Xavier Weaver, who actually has 25 receptions on the year, 386 yards. I'm gonna need Jimmy Horn Jr. to get hot off the gate. I need yeah, him to yeah, yeah, like, definitely. like definitely. without Travis Hunter, it hurts them. It hurts them a lot because he has 16 receptions on the season. It hurts, but maybe they get a lot of um, a lot of help with Dylan Edwards, the running back, catching out the backfield. Um, so it's gonna be tough. Uh, who who you think who you think is gonna win that game? Like, is it gonna be close? Is it gonna be like first to fifty or something? Like, who you think gonna win that game? Respectfully. I would have to get the edge to Oregon all because it's a home game. Now, if it wasn't Colorado, that would have been a whole different ballgame. But Oregon has been a tough place to play at for years. For years. Honestly, anywhere between Oregon and Washington, that's, those has always been two tough places to, to even try to get a win at. So, I would give it to Oregon, 
want it. But like you say though, bro, baby Joe Horn got to come out swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he has to. Like he got twenty six receptions on the year. I'm gonna need him to come on. This is like if it like would you say they would have a better chance if Travis was playing, or would it still be the same way? It would still it would still it would still been the same way. Mm. Cause bro, you gotta remember, Oregon got what speed, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Most of that speed came from where? California. Mm-hmm. And guess who and guess who they gotta see next Saturday? USC, which they have even more California speed. So both of these games is massive for them. Mm-hmm. Both of these games is massive for them. If they can come out this joint one to one. That would be a good confidence builder to go to October. Mm. Very, very, a very important game. Um, ah, yeah, I got Oregon to win this, uh, yeah, but but they got to keep it close. Colorado has to keep this game close. This game cannot get out of control, and Oregon just already got them up seventeen to twenty points in that first half, and. Colorado's playing catch up because Oregon, they're gonna be like, nah, y'all not coming back. Yeah, not yeah, unless you gonna stop one or the other, you ain't coming back. Let's talk about uh this old miss Alabama game. I've been having a lot of opinions about this 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 whole quarterback issue. Over in Alabama, they normally don't have those type of problems. Um, but for some reason, they had to go back to the original starting quarterback. And uh, right now, they're number 13, and they brought back in Jalen Milrow. What do you see is the issue going on in Alabama right now? They ain't got no leader. They ain't got no leader at the at the QB. Mm. Honestly, they, they don't have no leader at the QB. It's that plain and simple. Tula, Jalen, no Matt Jones is now coming out of that tunnel in New York. Mm. No Bryce. No Bryce. Mm. So what you got is what you got to deal with. Now, I will put this, I will put this on their ass If Alabama's losers, mm. you can go to the kids that play off hopes. Hey, goodbye. Deuces. They already got one loss on the season. Can't afford two. Especially a lost conference play. Mm. Come on now. So, yeah, like this is a massive. This is a massive game for Bam. I say this is a massive game for Bam. And and <laughs> I know I know my man from Ole Miss has been dying to look at this Bama squad. And I'm gonna lie, bro, this is like the worst Bama squad I've seen from Nick Saban in a minute. 
And I normally don't say that about Alabama's Alabama's football teams, but this has been one of their weak weaker teams I've seen in a long time. Very long. That is a hundred percent true. Because I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe when he first came in, maybe that team wasn't so good. I don't remember any Alabama teams that played this bad. Like their offensive stats is terrible. They're a hundred a hundred first in the country in hundred ninety six yards passing. They're fifty seventh and averaging 171.7 rushing yards a game, only averaging 32 points a game, which is 56 in the in the landscape, only giving up 14, 14.7. But this team just, I don't know, it's, just, it's not the same team. The energy ain't there. It's like it's pretty low. Uh, it's like they're just getting by. Like the Texas game was like, Texas was like, oh, no, nah, y'all, y'all escaped us last year. Oh, you got real lucky. Watch what oh, we yeah. do this year. And uh-huh. it's just. Year, no, sir. Not this year. Yeah, they, uh, Texas was putting hurt on that. I give it to them. Alabama was starting to come back in that game. They was fighting, but Texas pulled it out. And uh, that game last week when they played uh, USF, ah, ah, that was like. <laughs> You just this win the game. This just get out of there and just win the game. Um it, this old miss team is number fifteenth right now. Um they gonna give them some problems. Jackson Dart right now in the season got eight hundred and fifty two yards, seven TDs, one INT. If I had to trust the quarterback in this game, I'm trusting old miss quarterback because Jalen Midori, I don't know yet. He has a lot to prove. Um, who you got winning this game? Because right now ESPN got them with the fan vote, 66.1% over 33% over Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And oh. I want to tell you why Ole Miss got the better offense. Okay. And better complete team. Mm. Would I surprise if Bama got it with win? Absolutely, yes. But Unless Bama is really going to really ramp up their team, I just don't see with Alabama QB is literally going to be the leader for and for the rest of the and for the rest of the season. Now they will they will get to a bowl game, no questions asked. But to really have a shot. Or even a sniff back into the playoffs, you got to get this game. Mm. Oh well, you oh well, you would have to run the whole damn thing. Mm. Oh. I say, I say this again: if Alabama want to have a sniff or even a taste of getting back into the playoffs, Grace, you have to win this game. Because if you lose this game, you will have to run the table undefeated. Mm. That is a 100% fact. Because uh, the SEC is tough this year. 
I don't see Alabama coming out of that. Um, if they lose today, nah. <laughs> They'll be in some random bowl game and stuff. They'll probably be way better next year. But this year, they need to win this game today. And they need to win it convincingly. They need to yeah. yes. beat the dog shit out of Ole Miss. But if they don't, uh, uh, Ole Miss might be dancing in the end zone and just – yeah, I, I got I got old Mister win that game too. I just, but I just got slight hope. Maybe Alabama just pulls it through. Just pulls it through. But uh, let's go do some game picks. Let's go do some game picks. Big game picks. Uh, that Ohio State Notre Dame game. Who you got in that? Two part series okay. of this. We're gonna do a two part. So I'm gonna okay. 